Well, hi there. This is Marsha, and once again, I would like to extend you the warmest welcome to this podcast. Today's topic is about gaming. No, not the casino kind, but yes, the computer kind. I've always been、um, a rather competitive person, and honestly speaking, I'm one of the world's lousiest losers. <laughs> I hate I hate to lose.、Uh, yeah, all kinds of games, video games,、uh, app games. I'm just not good at it. So, with that said, I am not a natural gamer. I only play stuff I know I have a chance of winning, which is not many. <laughs> so I do game, but I do live with two boys who are complete gaming. Monsters, they're fanatics. So here I am wondering if gaming actually does anything good to a person emotionally or psychologically. So let's find out. So let's start out with a huge headline I saw, which prompted this. Podcast, honestly, and it says there loud and clear that commercial video games are increasingly linked to cognitive and mental health improvements. Wow! Oh, well, of course, my little spidey senses went off. Um, while my inner um critic went, sure, like, okay, out with it. What game are you trying to sell, my sons? But no, it wasn't a sales pitch. It was someone describing exactly what my boys are doing almost every day. There, there, my boys are perched over their computers in their rooms, separate rooms.、Um, they're talking to each other over Discord, which is a messaging app for gamers. Gamers, and they're fighting,、uh, and capturing monsters. They're cracking jokes. They berate each other for hours on end. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and only to find out that they they're still awake and ready to go to sleep for the day, which means they've been at it for the whole night. The whole night they've been fighting monsters, and it's become a running joke in this house. You know, some something I somehow regret. But don't really have a choice with, and that is that Nintendo happens to be my babysitter. Yeah, my boys were raised by a very busy, harried, frenzy mother struggling to juggle everything, and Nintendo is their friend. Ever since they were very young, I guess we're talking about like. Um, I bought them their own Nintendo consoles about like ten years old, I think. Well, I have to say though that the video games did preserve that little bit of sanity for me. Don't judge me, please, because I am being honest with you here. Without those games and Nintendo consoles, I would have thrown myself off of. Very tall building. Well, it didn't help that there was a flurry of news on social 
media about how bad violent video games were for children and teenagers. I was freaking out. There was there were also speculations that those video games were the very reasons people, especially boys my age, uh, boys their age, tend to develop aggressive and antisocial behaviors. I was like, oh my god. Well, surveys and reports were also very disconcerting. Some experts believe that constant video game playing could lead men or boys down a very unhealthy path. They're more prone to taking huge risk, uncalculated risk, and, and they could also form addictions. Although I was one of those who bought the games for them, I, I began to question myself. Why am I setting my boys up for? Have I ruined their lives? And if I did, how on earth am I going to live with it? Or myself? However, things have changed since then. I don't have the data or the science to tell you how it has changed. But outspoken gamers have come up with their own explanations about how the narrative surrounding gaming have changed tremendously over the years. With so much speculation going around, you know, proponents of video games have come up with their own learnings. And around like late 2000s, um, these um, video gamers, they found that almost 90% of children and adolescent, adolescent play video games for at least an hour every day in the United States. So this survey is conducted in the United States. Um, it, this doesn't sound so bad. An hour, honestly, isn't that really detrimental? Um, as long as they pay, you know, pay as many hours of attention to their studies or forming a relationship with their peers, friends, and most importantly, they behave well at home. Reasonably well at home. <laughs> the studies... However, shows that there is an association between gaming and some form of emotional and cognitive benefits. Yahoo! Since then, the findings continue to expand. There's now robust evidence to back the belief that video games uh, improve emotional regulation, cognitive functioning, and mental health. Being no pro myself, I did my own research and observed my boys every day. I was like a hawk. What I found was that they did not change much, you know, my boys. They were not violent, uh, nor did they rebel against my house rules. My bond with them were improving, not declining. And they were pretty much mm, normal people, normal boys. They, they, I mean, like, you know, they talk a lot of smack, you know. They're boys. I have two boys. So they talk smack when it comes to games and left me out of conversations a lot, which I have no qualms about, complaining about. I complain a lot. But, well, in fact... 
what I found based on my personal experience is that the more video games they play with each other, the more collaborative they are. Sure, they, they berate themselves, uh, each other when they lose the game or when they are stuck at a particular stage in the game. But um, the competitive part of gaming uh, fueled their collaborative efforts when they find a way to get around obstacles in the game. Yeah, it could be something as simple like, you know, Mario Brothers or something. I found them arguing and then, you know, resolving things. So instead of uh, anti-social, they became pro-social. So I happened to read something from Mark Campbell, PhD, a professor of psychology and sports science at the University of Limerick in Ireland. Ireland. Pardon my, uh, you know, accent. Uh, during those times, I, I read this during those times when I thought I have set my boys up for a violent future. And that's full of disasters. <laughs> he opines that gamers tend to have better and faster cognitive processing Atten attentional control, executive functioning, enhanced problem-solving, and decision-making skills. This was my aha moment. If you're not familiar with the inner workings of gamers, here's what I have observed. Gamers tend to work together with others in the, ga in, in the games. It enhances to a certain extent and depending on the kind of games that they're playing, their socialization and social skills actually improve. Whenever they play a video game online and it, invol and it involves teamwork, it enhances their socialization and connecting skills. They also connect and cope better when things are not going well. At, well, as this is how video games work, you know? And they're far from being isolated, as far as I can see. So it, Campbell found that video game playing may have a role to play in decreasing feelings of anxiety, depression, low mood, loss of pleasure, and ability to concentrate. Have you, have you ever tried playing one of those games yourself? Well, I have, and I can tell you from personal experience that it's not a walk in the park. There's always an ongoing discussion of strategies, which is lost on me, and there are a lot of disagreements. Uh, being a non-gamer, it was well over my head, and I had to tap out. Um, well, the human brain is a learning machine. It works best when challenged. And when a gamer is engaged and challenged and strategizing with their team online to find a way to win the game, they're on a whole different level. It's way over my head. They will find all kinds of ways to read the competitors in order to win the game. Now, let's just 
you know, compare that to real life. Real world people shy away from such challenging tasks and would pass the responsibility on to someone else. Normal people would prefer to be in their comfort zones and prefer to have assurance of progress, enjoyment, fun, peace, and, you know, guarantees to success. Those who are into video games have their brains wired differently. They will not hesitate to gather their tribes and find hacks around problems. And just like when they're in a video game with their friends, they will easily find their communities to get around seemingly insurmountable problems. There's a kind of camaraderie that video games players find natural in the real world because it is ingrained in them. And there's a shared endeavor that non-video game players will have some problems understanding. Some will even go as far as to say that, you know, it is exactly the kind of solution or antidote we need for this ever-competitive world that we, that we live in. So is video game playing, you know, good for real life? I don't know. It's on to the next chapter. So this part is where we kind of think about what happens when people play video games. It's a, the biggest concern for parents and people from some countries where gun violence is a major issue and is that first-person shooter games and other violence-based video games may encourage violent behaviors in real life. <sighs> this is a toughie. You know, uh, based on studies uh, like Campbell's, there is a complete lack of evidence at this point in time, and there is a very little connection between what happens on screen and in real life. The same way we watch violent movies or a super superhero movie, or like like the Avengers or Spider Man, we don't reenact them in real life. You know. Uh, but despite that, the debate continues. Are aggressive behaviors in youth related to the kind of content or games they consume? If you have ever tried out online gaming, which I have kind of dabbled in, I'm not... Oh, I'm, I'm the worst. <laughs> uh, well, I've tried out online gaming before. And if you have too, you'll know that there are some social and emotional benefits to collaborating with others in you know, a competitive game where team play is key to winning. Yeah, you, you get angry with each other, but still, the, <laughs> um, it, it kind of like fosters a, a kind of um, you know, uh, teamwork. There's a strategy to it, and everyone in the team adheres to it, and we listen to the leader, okay, whoever that may be. There's, there's also no strict time threshold when people started researching conditions like problem, problematic gaming or internet gaming con- 
uh, disorder. This is a real thing, you know, internet gaming disorder. And I've just found this out for myself. So, but yeah, there is such a thing. Uh, however, there is also su- something called compulsive or obsessive gaming. Slightly uh, not so serious, I guess. And this is when a person struggles to control the number of hours they indulge in playing video games. The biggest problem with that is that the gamers would lose interest in other stuff like real-life problems or responsibilities. It has nothing to do with becoming violent or aggressive at this point. And of course, needless to say, it is a problem when you're ditching work or school and other responsibilities just to play internet games all day long. Of course, if the gamer's lifestyle or health is deteriorating because of compulsive gaming, then it is something we should address. Very quickly, in fact. When we think of video games, most people would assume we're talking about like action games, right? Um, You know, uh, the ones where you go around killing others. But there's another type of video game that proves to be very popular all around the world too. And that is strategy games. Uh, First, let's address the the action games. Playing action games um, activates uh, the prefrontal cortex of your brain and it improves visual attention. It also improves adults' contrast sensitivity. Uh, This could mean better vision when driving at night. Pretty interesting, isn't it? And on another note, just 30 minutes of playing action games activates the part of our brain associated with arousal, anxiety, and emotional reaction. Now, strategy games, on the other hand, has been proven to improve cognitive development in the brain. Strategy games also improve the part of the brain related to visual spatial thinking, although it is not all a bit of roses. Nothing really is in this world, is it? But both action games and strategy games prove to have an addictive effect on gamers, regardless of age, gender, or background. And on the side note, as much as I hate to admit this, men tend to perform better in stressful games and are able to uh, gain better control of their strategies compared to women gamers. Bummer. What is true, no matter what it is, there are pros and cons to playing video games and there are both positive and negative impacts on the brain. And, you know, when we're talking about um, playing online games, um, it's hard to not talk about uh, excessive internet usage, uh, which which includes social media. They're associated with emotional and cognitive negative impacts as well. But let's think about it for a second. Both video gaming and social media usage are addictive and come with their own sets of problems. Which one is the lesser of two evils? Social media or video gaming? People who are addicted to social media will spend less time on video games while video gamers will spend less time on social media. So, is this a case of picking your own poison? I don't really have an answer for that one. So, 
maybe it's time for us to sit down, do some research, and decide on the best possible solution that is best for our lifestyle and health in general. I think that's what we've got to do. Um, there's no right or wrong answer, even um, despite all of those research and studies and you know reports that are being done. Related to video gaming and social media usage. So let's get into parents with kids who are video gamers. Uh, let me start by sharing my sad story with you. I am a single mother, which is not a very sad thing. I've struggled like a mad person trying to juggle parenting responsibilities and work for years on end. It's gotten easier, I would have to say, now that my boys are adults themselves. But as a struggling single mother, I've resorted to getting them Nintendo consoles. <laughs> well, to keep them occupied when I have work to tend to or when I need to prepare dinner or clean the house or when I need to take that important phone call. Although, I gave them the devices to keep them occupied and they're addicted without a doubt, I spend a lot of time reminding them that there are other important things out there that need their attention. It's a hassle, it's stressful, I get anxious and I sound like a freaking broken record most of the time, but it was the only thing I could do. But what I found was that my kids listened to me. I think it's a matter of how you tell them about it and the relationship you have with your kids, but mine kind of worked. Playing video games, whether it's an internet uh, video game or a console game, it is a great way for families to have fun together. Really, it is. The The kids stay connected with each other and their friends, their cousins, and their schoolmates as well. You know, and if you try, yeah, you, you'll stay connected with them too. But the biggest and most important advice I would give parents of young children is to know and evaluate the kind of games your children are playing. Since I'm one... I'm the one who's purchasing the game for them when they were young. Oh, well, it's a different story now. They, they make the purchases themselves and I have no transparency on that. But back then, I made it a point to research and find out more about the game's ratings, uh, reviews, and maybe if I have the time, I try out the game for myself before letting them play it. You know? And oh, this is something really, really new uh, for me anyway. Uh, and I didn't know this before, but parents can conduct a search on ESRB assigned age and content rating uh, of the game on uh, ESRB.org. That is Utopia, Siberia, Russia, Belgium. Org, or some other rating search app for both 
iOS and Android just by entering the, the title of the game you just get an overview of that I tried that and it was like whoa <laughs> and admittedly I did not have a very strict house rule to video gaming I basically blow my top when they spend the entire day playing games and I get complaints from their teachers about them not sleep no 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 about them sleeping in class or not completing their homework my bad so learn from my mistakes guys <laughs> well um, the other thing is that you can do what you can do is that you you set house rules for video games and usage of devices as soon as they are old enough to command those devices on their own it's really easier said than done trust me on this one I've once threatened to switch off the Wi-Fi at home or change the password every day seriously but it didn't work because my work was based on the internet uh, and it just wasn't a viable option but if your kids are 10 years old or older you can call for a meeting a family meeting because by then they're old enough to listen to you they understand your concern when you explain to them in a calm manner and they also might be on the same page with you now for older children I think it's best to go over the kind of games they're playing and highlight some time limits if you teach them how to control and limit the video game playing they may listen to you albeit don't expect perfection because I don't I need to be able to trust my children to understand my concern and I need to I need their trust I need their honesty and I need their cooperation and of course these online games are money suckers they don't come for free uh, it, it appears free in the beginning but you downloading and playing them is free of course but sometimes upgraded versions and I I don't know what you call it but skins or whatever or armors and, and stuff <laughs> they require payment you set the rules how much on how much money they can spend online to download new games or make in-game purchases Nintendo these video games developers are making uh, an ass load of money from my family honestly speaking but I don't stop them I remind them instead of the dangers the repercussions their judgment and their responsibilities that is all I can do for now and yep that's on the parental front and I hope you find the balance and um, the you know um, how do I call it you know it, it's a, it, it's a tug of war I would call it a tug of war and it's always a trial and error thing uh, yeah find that out for yourself good luck is pretty interesting to me so how do video games benefit people 
First of all, let me qualify myself. I'm one of the worst gamers in the history of the planet Earth. Candy Crush, Tetris, Angry Birds, you name it, I hate it all. <laughs> so really, 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 video games is the kind of thing that relaxes some people. But for me, it stresses me out. I don't know how many of you out there get me when I say this. Well, I didn't really know much about video gaming until I was involved with an education company. It was promoting learning through gaming, a concept loosely called gamification. Now, in the nutshell, it's a process of implementing game elements like point scoring, rewards, competition, um, abiding by rules, collaborating with others, into other areas of life career, work, education. It could be even marketing or it could even be used as a tool to heal people with uh, a certain particular illness. I don't know about you but um, if you've ever heard of this, um, in the Asian community there's this game called Mahjong, you can check it out. It's spelled M-A-H. J-O-N-G So it's, it's Mahjong It's a pretty simple game that old people um, Kind of like you know Indulge in during their free time Or when they, they just want to hang out with friends And stuff like that It's been said that Mahjong The game itself um, Basically uh, Helps prevent um, Alzheimer's and other um, Age Related illnesses So yeah that's one thing for you but back to video gaming, it is believed that playing video games, yes, including those violent first-person shooter games, it may boost learning capabilities, enhance their abilities to cooperate with people, boost their confidence, health, and social skills. This is not according to me, but it's according to a research done by American psychologists. So do check it out online if you need more information. Um, but I believe the credibility is there. While we should not ignore the negative impact video games can have on our children, teenagers or adolescents, we should have a more balanced view in order to be subjective about the problem we could be facing in the future. The way I see it, um, the way many people see it actually video gaming isn't going to go away but if you sit down and watch a child play video games you will be amazed at their concentration level there were things i never thought i could ever possibly do or achieve if i i was the one sitting in that chair and scientists believe that at that level of game playing the gamer is working really hard on stuff like reasoning, memory, perception, spatial navigation, and many other things. It's funny to me because I've personally played, you know, tried playing those shooter games, the ones that require you to, you to save some hostages and stuff and kill some, the, the others. Well, it didn't go very well because in my panicked state, I killed everyone. From my teammates to the hostages, I saved no one and the game was a complete bust. So 
when I <laughs> going by that, but um, when I watch these how these young children make such quick decisions, split second decisions, it is just awesome. What's really going on? And speaking of spatial spatial navigational skills, it is extremely important for children if they're interested in science, technology, engineering, or math. Adolescents who play strategic games, the ones that require deep thinking, planning, or role playing, they tend to have better problem-solving skills. They have a better and calmer approach to solve to looking, you know, at the big picture, the problem, and then um, finding uh, a solution for them. So let me get back to the reason why I suck so badly at playing video games. I don't have the patience for it. I get easily stressed out. I give up easily. I don't like to lose. I get too panicky and react with shouts, screams, and sometimes get a little bit potty mouth. I that that's not a good gamer. What I can conclude when I look at it, you know, um, here is that people who are good at video games. Learn resilience in the face of failure. They're almost unperturbed. It's it's just amazing. They develop a sort of uh, how should I say this coping mechanism because they're okay with repeated failures. They just get up and start again without blowing their tops. So awesome. Another thing I've discovered while watching my boys play video games. Is that they are almost always uh, playing multiplayer games with their friends, and since I have two boys, sometimes they're playing with each other, and their rooms are just right next to each other. So they're like on the microphone, and then they're on this, you know, um, messaging system, and I can hear them shout to each other across the room and stuff like that, and they're playing with each other, and and this is true. Their shared interests in video gaming have helped them bond immensely well. Seriously, but they're not alone. More than seventy percent of gamers play with their friends or millions of other people from anywhere in the world. It's a massive, massive, and a very elaborate universe in the gaming world. They have communities too. Where they make decisions and they have they share information about whom to trust or reject because it's a complicated world out there. Everyone's out there. You don't know who's who, so it's really helpful. But let me add something here. In case you're a parent of a young child, you must you must be aware of and check in on what your child is playing. With older children who are more mature and have better judgment. It's probably okay, but young children they still need、uh, parental guidance. So the use of、uh, something called ESRB ratings is recommended by most experts. It helps you decide whether the game is right for your child at his or her age. Reviewers, often other parents, are extremely helpful in providing insights on, you know, the games that are in the market. So, but before I go,、uh, move on, here's some recap on the benefits of video games. First of all, reading. 
if you've played video games before, you realize that there's a lot to read in there. The instructions are all in there and they, they, it may improve their reading and speaking skills, you know. And the second one is visual, spatial skills. Uh, 3D worlds are extremely difficult to navigate. Try it yourself. When they master that, they, they, they really get good at it. The third one is problem-solving skills. So as mentioned, it takes a lot of patience, persistence, and planning in order to find a solution to an obstacle that you keep failing at. And the fourth is social connection. They make bad friends, of course, but they learn from it. Uh, I have a personal story to this one, and I think my, my elder child, my elder boy, he has a, a trauma to <laughs> he has a story to tell about um, how he trusted uh, the wrong people. But at, once they find a community or a group of friends they jive with, or trust they form connections with people from all around the world and i think that's amazing now the fifth one is, is imagination and creativity some games encourage players to, to get creative and test their imagination there are challenges uh, presented to them that they can take on and and it's really really pretty awesome uh, one example would be minecraft i'm sure you've heard of that um, yeah, it's a pretty awesome. And uh, finally, the sixth one, career and personal development. Video gaming as a career is a rising trend, whether we like it or not. It's a huge thing that normal people like us are not aware of. I wasn't aware of it until uh, I think about five to six years ago. Yeah, they make these people, these gamers and developers, they make tons of money in the form of uh, sponsorships, rewards, awards, and of course, money. So this has been Marsha and Amaika. I am extremely thankful and grateful to you for tuning into this little podcast of mine. Wow, gaming is something that is extremely interesting to me. But, well, I am curious about almost everything I see on the news or social media. But this one really hits home because I raised two gamers. But I hope you have something to take away with you after listening to my little podcast. And I hope it helped you in some way. I am on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and sometimes on TikTok. So feel free to reach out to me or leave me a message. I would love to hear from you. And if you have feedback on how I can improve my podcast, much welcome. Creating this podcast has been a nightly thing for me and it has helped me grow in a lot of ways. But on a side note, at the point of publishing this episode, it's my birthday. <laughs> uh, I, I'll spare you the um, birthday song. Uh, it's just another step into my grave. <laughs> 
So, happy birthday to me, and I wish you all the best and have a fantastic day ahead wherever you are. Lots of love heading your way. Take care and bye. Thank you.